0: Don't even dip your toe in the water Unless you plan to swim Don't give a fucking inch Unless you're planning to give in Don't even leave the nest unless you plan to fly And no matter what Never say he die I said no matter what Never say he die
1: We're back, The Motivational Mofos, a podcast for rebels who will never stop pushing the limits of what is possible and attainable in their lives. Hosted by me, Scooby-Doo Lansendorfer, and Virginia Coe, both who have faced and overcome obstacles utilizing the power of mindset, action, and rebellion. What's up, Virginia?
2: What's up with you?
1: Ah, nothing. Down here in um, doing this podcast on vacation, down here in Nags Head, North Carolina. So I'm in my room doing this, and uh, I love it down here. It's really so my second time ever being here. I'm starting to really like this place a lot. I, it used to be, you know, you always wanted that uh, excitement, all kind like Ocean City or something, so to speak. If you've ever been there, like craziness going on the boardwalk. I like this place because it's very just mellow and laid back.
2: That sounds very cool.
1: Yeah. The older I get, the more I'm like, I don't need all that crazy stuff, you know what I mean? Except getting maybe a little bit too drunk with my brother last night. But.
2: Have you no boundaries? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah, but sometimes you know when you're on vacation, the moment takes you over. The beach life, it's good smelling ocean, and feeling good, and I can go a little crazy.
2: I love it. You know, I was just on vacation in Montana, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I was too sore. I should have gotten drunk, but I I couldn't even lift my hands up after the days that we had. We you know we did a lot of outdoor activities and stuff, and that was fun. Yeah, but um. Oh, it reminds me of how out of shape I am and that I probably need to get back in the gym.
1: Yeah. Same deal. I brought my mountain bike down in the first day. I've been here for like three days now. And he was trying to mountain bike every morning and it feels good and I, I love doing it, but I do realize like, oh my gosh, I got to do this more often because I'm getting, um, I'm letting my fitness go, so to speak, you know, a little bit.
2: Yes, but at least you had that mindset to say i need to do this more often there's too many who say oh that's hard i can't do that anymore because i'm old i'm out of shape don't quit doing it no you
1: can't quit doing it
2: get your ass up
1: when you quit doing it doing it that's where you're gonna that's how you're gonna get old let me promise you that Mm -hmm. that will make you old you know all you have to do is commit like it's it's such a little easy thing but what's easy to do is also easy not to do because if you really think about it i could have just like not brought my mountain bike all right so i knew the first step was when i was home because i was like oh i gotta put the bike rack on so you could always come up with these ways to make excuses right to get out of it i can tell you right through my little story right now i could i had to put the bike rack on the back of a, um, i actually borrowed my parents caravan they went on vacation they were like yeah you can take it because um you know my kids are down here and everything and it has a lot of seating in it and everything i'm like oh that's awesome i really appreciate that because i didn't my truck we couldn't all fit in there right anyhow i i remember like thinking i want to take my mountain bike but then when i it was time to oh i gotta get the bike rack now i gotta figure out how it works on the back of this caravan because i never put it on there and dude there was times where i was like i almost didn't i was like ah, i I don't need it i'll just take a walk and i came up with other things like that I'd be like, oh, I'll just take a walk. But I love mountain biking. But I, my thing was, I'll just take a walk on the beach. But then I was like, Scoob, don't do it. Just put the bike rack on. Get it on the back of the caravan. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. See,
2: this is great because the action you took aligned with the goal that you had in mind. And that goal was to mountain bike and, and like, do healthy things on your vacation.
1: Correct. And the second piece of that is, and then we talked right before this. So I let's say that I'm going to say this real quick. Me and Virginia were talking. We talk a little bit before we start this episode. And you know, you guys follow us now and listen to this, You know, sometimes we don't even have a subject. We're just like, let's go. You know what I mean? Let's motivate any way we can. But this time, Virginia brought up that she wanted to uh, talk about taking action and aligning that with your goals. I just wanted to say that. And that's. But I also then I'll go into this real quick. So I get the mountain bike here right but i can still not do it because i now it takes i woke up in this bed it's very comfortable i can hear the ocean right it's very peaceful <laughs> it's very peaceful but i gotta pl- i gotta fight again in my mind because i wake up and i'm like you should go mountain biking but i'm trying to find excuses not to do it right right so but i just make sure i mean my thing is is i've always trained myself to kind of do this because when i race motocross i, kn- I knew i had to be in shape so i had a lot of discipline to self-motivate myself and train by myself. I've hardly ever trained with anybody my whole racing career and everything. I just did it on my own. I never had personal trainers or nothing like that. So I know that if I don't wake up and I start thinking too much, I'm not going to go do it. Or I jump on my computer. Or I jump on my phone. I wake up. My mind says I wanted a mountain bike. I just put my feet on the floor and I start moving towards that. And I grab my shoes, my running shoes, and I go. But it can, it can die right there too, right? So.
2: Yep. You don't get anywhere if you don't take action. And it has to align with what you want and where you're going. Mm -hmm. I told you earlier, like, I've been so triggered lately. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I want to hear this. I'm
2: so tired of people whining and complaining and playing the victim. And as soon as you ask them, okay, what actions have you taken to get from A to B? Oh, well, um, I was going to... Okay, then I don't want to hear you whine and complain. Yeah. Because you didn't take an action. You guys have to, like, get off your ass, call out your own bullshit, and take the action. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we had that presidential debate.
1: I did not watch it at all, but I heard Oh,
2: no, I don't do it.
0: I don't do it either. I don't do it either.
2: <laughs> I, like, walked into the living room, and my, my roommate was watching it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to walk out. <laughs> because... They get so heated. I had um, two people over last night. They get so heated. They're yelling at the TV. One of them's not even registered to vote. You, you,
1: that person can't say anything.
2: I'm like, and they're the most vocal. Hello. I need you guys to logically see how that's working in your world. You're not even registered to vote. So first step is to take that action and go register to vote. If you are so upset, take the action if you're too lazy to take the action, I can't help you.
1: Yeah. You're, well, I shouldn't say, I was going to say you're a lost cause. You're never a lost cause. No, but it frustrates me. I understand totally what you're saying. The biggest thing that frustrates me so much is that person that it is like that vocal and loud. And even, even if it's not, it's on a completely different subject, you know, you're saying about yes. uh, the, the political debate. So they're, but they're not registered to vote, but you have it in every level of everything. Someone that chimes in and thinks they know, And they, I mean, you're like, well, what have you, you know, well, I haven't done none of them, but I want you know, it's like, dude, do something like take an action and, and and go for it, you know, and, and and get some experience in whatever the subject may be.
2: Yes. Well, you know, most of uh, the clients that I work with have medical issues. Mm -hmm. So if I am trying to support you and I'm giving you, I give homework. I'm not going to lie. I give homework. I love that. If I say, hey, check out this documentary, check out this book, and then you come to me again, you know, three weeks later complaining about the same thing. Oh, did you watch that documentary? Have you implemented anything? Oh, no, I haven't had time. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Correct. I don't want to hear you, bitch, that you feel like shit if you are not going to take personal responsibility for your health. Period.
1: Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Listen, you're you're just reminding me something, too. And I want to say this real quick before I lose it in my head. We talked about this uh, online marketing I've been doing a little bit, so I picked up some clients for uh, a thing called Sam Card. It's a shopping card, but a lot of people—it's new out there and a lot of people like it and they're building it. So I got like four or five clients now. And what I'm starting to realize is I'm watching these. This is frustrating the crap out of me. They're literally there, ready to launch this thing, like like it's done, and they're too afraid to take the next step actually just launch it to the world I tell it to them all the time ready fire then aim please don't try to get it perfect like the market's gonna tell you what you need to fix you just need to get get it out there kind of like this podcast we were just like let's go screw it you know what I
0: mean-hmm
1: but yeah I, I, but I'm seeing that like crazy and they're I'm like they they're so nervous to or I guess nervous or, or afraid or have fear of taking that last they're right there at the finish line and to take that last little run across the and break through the 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 yellow ribbon or whatever you know and that don't make any excuse to any excuse like the like they'll come up with like well we need to go back and look at the paypal see if it's set up right i'm like dude we just set your paypal up it's totally fine i promise you but so you know i'm learning right now through what i'm doing now with this new kind of business thing, I guess, so to speak. But this coaching, my new coaching is, wow. Like, I don't know. I've never been that way. I I I, I don't know what it is in me. I've always just, if I created something, my motocross coaching and all my programs, I just put it out there. I was like, screw it. You know what I mean? What I learned over that was, okay, yeah, it's not perfect, but you get feedback from people and then you can just make it better, you know? Adjust. Adjust, correct.
2: Yep. And you just, you have to take The action, because, I mean, they came to you for a reason. They had this idea. They have a goal in mind. Don't let an emotion like fear block you. Yeah. You have to push through that fear. And actually, it's not as bad as you think it is in your head. We create these giant scenarios where the worst things will happen. And that's not true. Yes. Be bold.
1: I agree. And what I think... And what I see is they have the fear of creating this new product, putting out to the world and being judged by that product.
2: We all do. And they, they, they think they're special. You're not special. Everybody is worried about the same fucking things. We're all worried that we're going to be criticized. We're going to be judged. And you have to go back to that 24-hour scenario. You only have 24 hours of life left. Are you going to let somebody who doesn't matter have one of those hours? Fuck no.
1: God, I I so love that. That's so true.
2: Push through that shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for meeting people where they are because I believe that not everybody is <laughs> as blindly bold as you and I, like <laughs> you and I have done stuff. We just, and, and I'm guilty of the opposite too, where I know I need to do something and you make excuses,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but there comes a point when you're not doing a goddamn thing. What what do you expect the results to be? Yeah. If you are not willing to take action and take an action that aligns with your goal, what do you expect the results to be? They're going to be the same shit results you've always gotten.
1: And then you so you get in this vicious loop and then you start telling yourself a story that it, I'm just not good at whatever excuses like crazy. You got to you got to analyze it and be aware of it. Look, where what okay, is it aligning with my goal? No. It's not. So, what different approach do I need to take? Mm-hmm. Um, what what do I need to step left a little bit or right? I mean, it's not that hard, but we get sucked into these, um, you know, these vicious kind of loops that just they're negative.
2: I just it's it's your default. You default to negative because it's easier to say I can't do that than say oh this is gonna hurt. <laughs> I know that this is going to hurt if I do this. Mm-hmm. Well, don't be a pussy. Fucking do it.
1: Fucking do it. Absolutely. Like, listen, you yeah, I agree. Like, it's real easy for us to default to pleasure, right? That's real easy to do. Because it's easy. But if you go through some pain, you actually grow and get more pleasure than you ever would even imagine mm-hmm. you would get in your life, but you gotta go. We
2: all live in that comfort
1: zone. Comfort zone
2: and yeah. that's not where growth happens. Mm-mm. Growth does not happen in your comfort zone.
1: You definitely got to get uncomfortable. Yeah. Really
2: uncomfortable. Especially if you want to take control of your life. I just cannot emphasize this enough. Nothing will ever change if you don't change
0: it. That's it.
2: So I hear all the time that, you know, oh, well, I can't do that anymore. Why? You know, and they buy into the fact that they have a diagnosis, which is totally cool. I want people to to. Be okay with accepting a diagnosis from a professional. I am in no way, shape, or form a medical professional. However, you do not have to accept the prognosis because that's what they spout, everything that they're told they can't do. Mm -hmm. And it drives me insane when I say, okay, are you exercising at all? Well, no, I can't do that anymore. Bullshit, your body was made to move. (laughs) Like, I don't understand. So... You have to modify, but I don't care if you are just walking to the mailbox once, twice, three times a day. That is exercise. Yep. When you get sick, your body deconditions at such a rapid pace that, of course, you feel like shit and you think, I can't do that. hmm You have to override that. You have to walk to the mailbox and back. Mm-hmm have to, you know, next day walk twice to the mailbox and that. But you have to take baby steps, little actions that align with your goal. And if your goal is better health, you have to take care of that meat suit and you have to move it. It was made to move.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. Your meat suit. (laughs) Did you say meat suit?
2: I did. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. I was like, what? Did she just say meat suit? I hear all the time that, you know. I can't, or I had one person say, oh my God, I'd do anything to feel better. Okay, well, have you taken this? Say that one more time. I'll do anything to feel better. And, oh
1: my God, think about that for a second.
2: But the fact of the matter is, no, they won't. No, they won't, that's what I'm saying. Because you say, okay, take these herbs or take this supplement. Oh, that tastes gross. Okay, what happened to you? You'll do anything to feel better. Yep. It has these stipulations. Have you changed your diet? No. Okay. Have you exercised? No. Okay. What do you think is going to happen? If you do not make changes that align with health, you're not going to get healthy. If you don't take action to get a business goal, start a business,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: well, you're never going to get there. Like you have to take
1: action. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Let me ask you this real quick. I was, something's do you think you can change in an instant?
2: Rephrase that question.
1: <laughs> Do you think you can make change? So so say someone's saying to themselves- Yes, it's a decision. It's a decision, correct. Do you think that can happen in an instant? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I agree. But people don't look at it that way.
2: No, and it is the decision to take an action. To take an action, yep. That can happen in an instant. Now you have to get off your ass yeah, and actually do it.
1: Yeah, that can happen in I an have, instant. But you have to really emotionally feel it, right?
2: And that's when people default to making that. Like, you can make a decision any day of your life. It's whether or not you choose to. It's when you are in that dire, traumatic ride or die, like um, life or death kind of decision making that you make them quickly
1: correct and what is it that that like a, okay so you get yourself into a life or death situation for whatever that may be you know uh, maybe a diagnosis like you said I nothing that for anybody you had your own diagnosis uh, maybe it's just you driving down in the car and you almost get in a wreck
2: because you were texting or something stupid. Will you make the decision at that particular moment? Put the fucking phone down. Put it in your purse. Put it in the back seat.
0: Exactly.
1: But it takes it takes them high intensity emotional moments to make you make you go, <clears throat> maybe I shouldn't do that or I could need to change that. But you can mm-hmm. do that yourself like literally right now. Absolutely. Like right
2: fucking now you can do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You guys need to call yourself um call out your own bullshit because you know these stories you tell yourself you tell yourself a story all the time about why you why you can't do something or why something is not easy for you. Mm-hmm. Fuck easy. <laughs> Nothing worthwhile is going to be easy and just handed to you. Yeah. Put on your big girl pants, put on your big boy pants and do the work to get what you want.
1: Yeah, correct. I mean, this podcast is an example of that. Like I'll be straight up, you you're more laid back to me as far as like in the sense of i still kind of get nervous about these you know what i mean and but 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 i still show up and we do this podcast is a perfect example of that because we we've never met each other face to face you guys heard the story before but we just went for it right yeah we went for it. Like we had, like we found this connection, and through, uh, you know, you were doing your coaching, I'm doing my coaching, and how we ever like, let's just do a podcast. But well, that thing could have died right there. I mean, mm-hmm. if, she, if Virginia made some excuses, I made some excuses, pff, this thing wouldn't even exist right now. And listen, I don't care if we only got i don't care how many listeners we have we have people listening I've told you the other day I got mm-hmm. a kid that's nineteen year twenty years old he just turned twenty one the other day loves our podcast loves it. i'm not bragging about this i It's just the fact that it, he would never get to experience what we're talking about if we would have made excuses and we could have so easily did that. We got two minds right now I mean oh, yeah, you know what I mean and uh um,
2: what if we went through every day worried about if people are listening, then we wouldn't have even done it. done it. yeah. Does it matter? Why? Why are you doing it? Like you're doing it to put information out there that even if one person, which clearly one person is listening, if one person gets something out of it, isn't that a win? That's a win. That's like one trip to the mailbox. That's a win. <laughs> like-
1: That's a win. Okay, let's. We're getting we're getting deep here. We're getting crazy. So let me. I'm going to throw a question by you. Mm-hmm. Why do you do this
0: podcast?
2: It is like medicine for me to share what I've been through. I think when people go through so much that society deems as shameful, you know, I shared before that I have lost my home, that I've been in a shit ton of debt. I had my truck repossessed, like all of those things. Society wants you to hide that stuff and only show, you know, you keeping up with the Joneses. Fuck that. That's not real life. And if I can help one person realize that the things you're experiencing are normal things that normal people experience, there is nothing wrong with you. Mm -hmm. That's why I do it.
1: I love it. Honestly, I love it. You almost hit it to the T. And everything you said, especially the M part, when you said, that's why I do it, too. For if I can, if there's just one person that the light bulb goes off and I help and they, they they make that change and they take an action and they completely change the direction of their life, that that's what I do for. It. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, straight up, that's it. I, I, I want to help millions of people.
2: I want to help people. However, they have to want that shit too. Fuck. I can't do it for you. I cannot fix you. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. And you don't. Like it's 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 the uh, you'll start to you start to learn like they're, they're you you kind of want to change everybody because you because you know that you you can be acquire your dreams, so to speak, and, and become more fit or create a business or save more money or whatever. But
2: it's going to take baby steps. And there's I need you to be willing to just take one step forward in the direction of your goal.
1: Mhm. Yep. that's it. When I when I train motocross, right? So I can relate some to this. There's a bunch of drills I do, okay? And some of these drills freak people out because they're 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 just not normal stuff you do on a dirt bike when you're and I mean, this might not if you don't know motocross, you won't you won't understand this at all. But the overall thing about it is is there's some crazy drills you do, like where you lock up the front wheel and you drive down through mud and and people when they 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 come to do this, they're like what? But it teaches mm-hmm. you so much about being on a motocross track, it's insane. But I hear you what I'm trying the point I'm trying to get to is this. I always tell them, okay, so there's another one where I teach them to do a a, a correct wheelie, right? So a wheelie, most people do a wheelie, like, okay, this will make sense because a lot of people know how to do a wheelie or know about a wheelie. Have
2: right? seen it, yeah.
1: Have seen it, correct. So they'll what they'll do is most people will use the throttle, pull hard on their arms, and try to get the front wheel up, okay? and it works but there's a way better way there's a thing called a clutch and you can just kind of clutch feed it and if you deliver the power timed with the clutch coming out correctly the wheel will come right up all right so another one I do is called an endo and so everyone knows an endo too where you right but this one really scares people okay so they you know I, Also with an endo, all I'm trying to get you to do is ride down on an open space a little bit, and you grab the front brake, a little bit of pressure, and then you pull it hard, and you actually get the back wheel to endo off the ground on a dirt bike. Scares the living crap out of people.
2: So an endo is like a reverse wheelie, like it's the back wheel instead of the front wheel.
1: Correct, the back wheel. Ah,
2: I learned something today. today. Look at me.
1: (laughs) But the point I, I was trying to get to there was this. I always tell them, and like you just said small steps I tell them, listen just do it and just get the wheel a tiny bit off the ground just a little bit in small increments very small increments now mastery of that is you've got to keep practicing it every day every day just like you got to keep practicing whatever you're doing in your life to reach your goal it's called there's a metaphor in Metacross it's called practice 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 your life is just it's the same thing basically right not practice, but you're you're shooting for your goal. But I'm trying to get these people in small increments to just take small steps to get the back wheel off the ground. And then mastery of that is actually endoing so high that you are like straight up and down, right? Mm-hmm. But the one thing that no one will do, I mean, I've literally maybe, dude, I've been doing this for 18 years. And I can say probably a dozen people out of the thousands I've trained actually took them drills and fundamentals seriously and it's insane the, the the progress that they make it's insane like they become people that can actually endo straight up and down um, they can ride a wheelie what we call 12 o'clock like 12 o'clock you're straight up and down and the, the results on a motocross track are crazy but okay thousands of people over 18 years 12 people maybe 12 if even that have actually took it seriously and mastered them skills. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy, you know what I mean? So what I'm saying is most people blow it off. And it's the same thing as what we're trying to preach to you guys. You you blow things off, you become lazy. You don't take a step towards your goal.
2: Well, you have personal responsibility. Nobody else is responsible for for what you do to get you where you want to go. Yeah, you can hire a coach, but guess what? A coach my responsibility is not to do the work for you. It's to point out that, oh, baby, we got a lot of work to do, <laughs> you know? So but you guys have to, to take the, the steps to, to get you there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I have – going to out someone. Oh, so yep. I have someone – we'll go relationships right now – Um, had a terrible breakup about a month ago every day on Facebook. It's been a month just – wallowing.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, nothing's going to get better. If you cannot move the fuck on, nothing's going to get better. So what's your goal? Mm -hmm. Is it to is it to stay and wallow in this pity party? Or is it to step into your worth, straighten your crown and move on and find somebody that's deserving of you? Why are you spending so much time and energy whining about what just happened to you? Shit happens to everybody every day. It's how you deal with the shit that happens to you, and you move on. If you do not move on and move out of that space, it'll suck you in, and you'll be posting whiny ass <laughs> shit. Are you a victim? Like, come on. Because it's gonna get
1: hardwired with a new into your brain, into your uh, yes, yep, yeah. and it's gonna be very hard. That's called a new habit. Uh, which will, will become ingrained into your DNA, so to speak.
2: Just play the victim card in every relationship moving forward. Like, oh, that happened to me before. You're a jerk. Um, No. <laughs> yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Move on. Own your bullshit. Realize when you are intentionally putting yourself in a space of wallowing in victimhood versus... Becoming the badass that you are, fuck him. Okay, he cheated on you. Fuck him. Move on.
1: Yep. Now listen, I can but say this.
2: Nothing gets better if you don't move on.
1: It, you're absolutely 100% right. And I, I kind of have, I, I know what you're talking, like I've I've had this happen. Like we, we've talked about it. I've been separated, you know, for a while now. And I didn't, I mean, I get it when you don't move on right away. Like I get the pain, the hurt the, the oh my God, it's just insane, but you're trying to I mean you might be trying to win them back or you might be trying to get them to if we're talking relationship wise get them to pity you, so to speak, but listen, they're not gonna pity you they they or already...
2: own what they've done, yeah. nobody's gonna own shit if somebody has the low character. To cheat on you? Do you really think that he's gonna own that and say, "Oh, I'm sorry"? No, he's not. Move on. Move
1: on, exactly. And I, but I guess the point I was trying to get across too was, I understand if people are listening. It's like I agree, but me and you're saying, "Move the fuck on," right? But sometimes that's a little bit hard. But you just gotta find ways. So you people might be listening, thinking, "How do I? Like, I got all this pain. How do I just move on?" Because I understand it how I did it was I just found things that I I remember you said it earlier I remember here was two things one was listen I'm putting energy into a person that that cheated on me and don't give two fucks what I think right now so if Mm -hmm. I post on Facebook or I called her up and said stuff they might have acted like they cared but they don't care I'm putting energy into a person that took years to to do what she did and not and, and put no energy back into me. You know what I mean? Right. And so So
2: what I tell people who are in a lot of pain and trying to move on is self care. And I tell that with everybody. Every scenario that we're talking about today, whether it is one of my health patients, um, a relationship, a business goal, the key is self care. You have to take care of you first. Couldn't agree more.
1: Absolutely. You first. Absolutely. No doubt about it. It's always you first because it's only you. I mean, that's it. But
2: there's so many people out there that that is the uncomfortable place is to put you first. Yeah. You know, you'll nurture everybody else and, and you're always last. And then you whine and complain that you're always last. Well, take responsibility for yourself.
1: hmm. Yeah. How, how, how do we change that?
2: You got to love you first. It's taken... <laughs> I'm an, old broad. <laughs> I'm an old broad. I just, I just really, when I got sick, is when I understood the true meaning of self-care.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I had never taken care of myself. I had never. It was so hard for me to ask for help,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I needed it because, you know, I've got a giant scar on my back. I could not take care of it myself. Mm-hmm. It was a hard lesson. I went through a lot of emotional turmoil with that whole process. But I think that was part of my lesson that I needed to learn is that I can ask for help and I can, you know, accept myself the way I am. Mm -hmm. I can love myself the way I am. I can take care of this person. It's not just the body. It is the mental well-being. I, you know, had to find new ways to actually like myself. I got to spend a whole lot of time with just myself. <laughs> you know? it. So it is getting into that mindset. It's the small things and it is care for yourself as much as you would care for your ideal partner. And that means you wouldn't feed your partner poison, would you? So are you feeding yourself poison? You, uh you would want the best for your partner will want that for you first.
1: First, yeah, absolutely.
2: And I really work off of getting to know the care and keeping of yourself. And it's small stuff. It is, for me, self-care can be going to the bookstore. It's my favorite place. It's taking that time to nurture who you are. I paint. I read. I love a great bubble bath.
0: <laughs>
2: Pick a day and just treat yourself to peace, and really, you know, it's whatever you want. Buy a candle. Dudes, I don't know what dudes do, but... You ready, dude?
0: <laughs> yeah, what do dudes do? I, I don't just, know. I just
1: started fire. Like, that's so funny you just fucking said that, because I just actually found two candles in my house, and I'm like, let me fire these things up. I'm like, oh my God, my house smells so much better. I fucking love
2: these candles. <laughs> it just changes the mood. Like, it's just... Uplifting. It's perfect. Cook yourself a great meal. Get something to grill out. Like, there are things to do. You brought your mountain bike on vacation. Go for a ride. Like, take that time for yourself Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, you're all you've got. Yeah. Like, if I want to give my daughter the best version of me, I have to nurture and take care of me so that I have the energy to be everything that she needs me to be.
1: You just touched on a great point that you had me thinking the whole way through while you were saying all that. And that's like, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't help nobody else.
2: No. And for so many years, I was trying to pour from an empty pitcher. I wasn't replenishing myself. And then I was trying to take care of everybody else first. Well, you you can't.
1: No, you can't. Yeah, you're right. They got to take care of themselves. Now you can be a a model of inspiration a model of a motivation motivation right yeah by your actions
2: when you give yourself such good care people see this correct and it it becomes okay for them to take care of themselves
1: that's how you it. So. But, but what you're saying is you got to do that first for yourself you can't look at other people trying to fix them the best way to do it is to take care of yourself. Self care for yourself first, and that will be the the model that people people see it. Listen, they do. Um, when 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 I was racing motocross, I, I got you know I got myself in killer crazy shape, right? And it was just in, mm-hmm. insane. The people that I motivated just through a means of taking care of myself um, because I wanted to be in super killer shape, and then I, I motivated other people. Hey man, like dude, I'm getting back in shape too. But if I would have been taking the other route of what we're kind of talking about, like and and not taking care of myself so to speak, but like trying to look out for other people, mm-hmm. and even though I wanted to help them, it just doesn't work that way. You got to take care of yourself first, and then and it's almost in a way, and you don't like try to push it on anybody in any way or shape or form. You just be that model of of inspiration, of motivation. You know what I mean? People see that, and it, and it helps them. Some it don't, some it does. And listen, there's not everybody you're going to help. I've learned this many years through training motocross, coaching motocross, and even what I'm doing now. You've got to realize that there's seven, what, billion people on this planet and something like that, something crazy. But, you mm-hmm. know, you're only going to connect with so many people and so, so – some people it's just not going to happen with no matter what. You know what I mean?
2: Oh, yeah. And I've been around those people. <laughs> we all know those people yeah. that, um. oh, well, it's my genetics. Oh, I have to take these eight fucking pills <laughs> or I'm going to die. Well, you know, if you wouldn't eat so shitty,
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: maybe not. You know, there are steps that people um, can take, but, oh, no, no, I'm, I, it's my genetics. Well, let me tell you something I learned about genetics. We, as human beings, have power to turn your genes on and turn your genes off.
1: Fucking right, dude. Not and really in it.
2: And if you study epigenetics, Correct. you learn that it is the way you think about health and illness that turns things on, turns things off. Correct. So look up epigenetics. It's crazy shit.
1: Listen, we, we talked about it before. And we brought up this guy's name. I hope I get it right because I always mess names up. <laughs> we have to cancel podcasts because I mess names up. But Dr. Joe. Um,
0: <laughs> Dispenza.
1: Dispenza. Listen, go listen to him. This guy, yes. like he, 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 in a nutshell, basically talks about what we just talked about. <laughs> on this podcast, right? It's, it's like going into the unknown, um, how you can through, through meditation, through peace, you can change your genes. You know what I mean? And, and yep. it, what I like about him is he's actually studied, studied it and measured it scientifically, you know,
2: same with Dr. Bruce Lipton. I follow him and it's the same thing yep. that he spent years. And he's got some great YouTube videos out there that explain epigenetics and how these these genes, these transmitters on your genes will either turn on or turn off based on your thoughts. That's why placebos work, because you believe it's going to make you better.
1: And what I love when he says, and we're already touching on it, is if you get up in the morning and you start thinking about everything in your past and whatever hurt you, if you were through a bad relationship and like this guy you just talked about or whatever, this girl with a breakup, you will... You you said it. You have to let it fucking go. All right? How do you let it go? People might be saying, I can't let it go. It's so hard.
2: But not letting it go is like he is still right next to you using you as a doormat. Correct. Like, the more you hang on to this nonsense, the more he's got control in your life. Why would you ever give somebody control?
1: That don't give two Who's fucks. Who's not worthy. They obviously didn't give two fucks. They went out and cheated on you. They went out and st- whatever the case may be. In, in the case of, I think what you were saying was that some guy cheated on a girl. He, he Well, he didn't give two fucks then, obviously, right? And he, don't, he ain't giving two fucks now. So you're actually letting someone control you that cares, that don't care. They have you know what I mean? They, that, that's the worst thing you can do. I tell these guys all the time, and I can relate this to motocross training because, you know, I always go back to that. And these guys will say to me, you know, that guy beat me, and he he, he come over to my pit, and he said, uh, "How?" I'm like, dude, you're letting some fucking guy that puts a boot on just like you do, swings of a leg over a bike just like you do, affect how you're feeling right now. He don't He's back at his pit. He don't give two fucks about you. He's laughing. But you're going to let it fucking drag you down into the dirt. That's the dumbest fucking thing you could do. You know what I mean?
2: Yep. And there's no amount of Facebook wallowing that's going to make this guy feel bad. No. He just
0: doesn't He's going to look at it and laugh.
2: (laughs) Yes. It is not affecting him one bit. It is affecting you. So make a different decision.
1: Yep. It's destroying that person. I mean, it sounds simple. But you've you got to let it go, and, and, and how do you let
0: it go?
2: I ask people all the time, do you want to get better? Do you want to get better? Stop the behavior that you're doing. Yep. If you want to make progress, stop that behavior.
1: Stop it, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so when I'm training, right, um, there, there's guys that will be doing stuff that are, it's messed up. And I said, I'll say to them, hey, listen, you want some of the best coaching advice I've ever given ever. And they're thinking something great's coming, right? <laughs> and I'll just say this, like, you know, so, so, say, say, for example, like, one of the things is your leg has to be up. Like, you go through a corner, the bike's leaned over, your leg has to be up. I hope this makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to put your, like, if you're in a left corner, your bike's leaning left, the left leg has to be up and up high. But a lot of guys will let it drag and it'll hit the ground on a motocross track and it'll kind of twist their upper body and they'll drop off the throttle and they don't know go as goes fast, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm going through with them and they're, they're not doing it. So I pull them over and I say, listen, dude, I'm going to give you some of the best coaching advice. that's going to have you quit doing this shit. And they're like, what's that? And they're waiting for that. I said, stop fucking doing that shit right
2: now. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, dude, it works. It's crazy. As simple as that. Stop doing that fucking shit right now. That's my coaching advice. And they go right back out and they stop doing it. It's just this, it's in their, it's just their reflex reaction at that point, right? Yeah. you, you got to hit them, hit them somehow mentally and wake them up for a second. I, I could have went off, hey, I could be like, here's the techniques. Your leg's high, you, you, you corner better. If it's tight against the bike, it'll lean better, but it won't make sense. It, not that it won't make sense, it just don't get through, right?
2: Right, and that's why you and I have discussed this before. That's why... I cuss like a sailor Mm -hmm. because I need you to get it. Yes. Like, I'm rooting for you guys to get it because the only way you're going to improve is if you get these small steps and actually put them into fucking action. Correct.
1: Yep. Put them into action. And who gives a fuck if it's fucking something that's not the right action? It's going to teach you something. It's going to teach you something. Just take the fucking action. You know what I mean? Just take the fucking action. And don't become a victim of the result. Gives you a negative belief. That's fine. Your result might be bad. That's cool. No problem. Just go back to your potential. You always have the potential. Take a new action. That's all. Yep. Yeah. That's all. And listen, it's not. It's not. It's not complicated. It, it just gave you the roadmap.
2: You saw that video of me eating it on a paddleboard, right?
1: <laughs> no, I didn't see that. No. oh
2: <laughs> It's awesome. So when I was in Montana, I decided, well, I'm going to get on this paddleboard. I've never paddleboarded in my life. Mm, I love it. I ate it hard (laughs) (laughs) and got back up. And the second time, I learned something the first time, and that was, ah, paddleboards are made of really hard plastic. Mm -hmm. Maybe get in deeper water if the bottom of the lake is nothing but boulders. (laughs) Because you're going to fall on a fucking boulder.
1: See, you're telling me the lessons you learned.
2: See, you're yeah. learning. Yeah. And then don't quit. Get back up because the second time was the charm. I just had to change something up and I got back up. And it was so much fucking fun. Don't quit.
0: I
1: love paddleboarding, Virginia. It's crazy. I didn't just not see this video and I love paddleboarding. I have a paddleboard and I go to a place called Racetown and I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. First time I got on this thing, I'm like, what the
2: fuck. I'm going to put it on the Motivational Mofo's Facebook page.
1: (laughs) You absolutely got to do that.
2: The the guy, Justin, who uh, edits our show, he was kind enough to make this horrible video that shows me just falling off the paddleboard over and over again. And at one point, he even slows it down to super slow motion.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, it's lovely. I love it. I love it. But you got back up. What I love is you got back up. And it's the, it's the same thing in life with, I don't care what you're bringing up in your life right now. That's what you got to do. You got to get back up. You failed and you got, it it taught you a lesson. Your lesson was, dude, I better go to deeper water. (laughs) Yeah,
2: And I better move my feet differently. (laughs) I, I
1: better move my feet differently. Well, guess what? You might do it again and
2: fuck up again. Yep. Because I'll forget exactly how I did it the first time, but that's Okay. It'll come back like riding a bike.
1: And next thing you know, what did you back say? What'd you say to me? Next thing you know, I fucking love paddleboarding.
2: Oh, it was so much fun.
1: <laughs> it's great for the core too.
2: Yeah. It was it was it was awesome. I would do it again. But I mean, what if I had never taken the chance, trans- oh no, I can't do that, and I sit on the paddleboard the whole time? I'd still have fun, but it's not the same. Like Yes. Come on. Take the chance.
1: Take the chance. That's what You have I'll,
2: one shot. Correct. I was, I, I, haven't had a vacation in forever, so why wouldn't I take the, the shot and try to, to do it?
1: Absolutely, and that's what I always say about, uh, you know, I always bring up, and it's been in, if you go back to some of the podcasts, this P-A-R-B, Potential Actions, Results, Belief, right? And you're touching on this so much right now, and that is, and what kills me, kills me with people is, you ha- you Virginia, had you you have the potential to paddleboard, right? But some I you, also
2: had the potential to eat it. <laughs> you
1: did, but you learned a lesson. Here's the thing, though. Right. What you're touching on, what I'm trying to say to you right now is, you could have died right there with excuses, just like me when we talked about earlier with mountain biking. Yeah. I have the but the, the potential for me to mountain bike in Nags Head is great, and the potential for you to. Paddleboard is great, but you can die right there with excuses. And dude, that's the most that that eats me alive. To actually yep. have the potential, but make excuses in your brain and never step your foot on a paddleboard because you might be judged, because you might fall, because you might. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Like, dude, take. You have to do it.
2: I think years ago I would have been worried about who's watching. All this other bullshit. Like you make these excuses. Oh no, I don't have that good a balance. I'll just sit. Fuck that! Life is too short. <laughs> I wanted to <the> paddleboard.
1: <laughs> was it was it off a boat? Uh
2: huh.
1: Okay, so it was just, just off the off, off the shore. lake. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you would have sat on that shore, and and if you would have made them excuses and you didn't have the mentality like me and you have, fuck it, I'm going for it, dude. You and here's the other thing, you would have regrets probably right now. You'd probably be looking back after everybody did it, and you're like, yep. why didn't I try that?
2: Because it was so fun, too. Like, when you get out into the lake, like, you got different views. You got to see different things. You can't see all those things from the shore. New perspective. New
1: perspective.
2: Yeah, you have to make a decision if you want to see things differently and then get your ass out there.
1: Yeah, and you will definitely see things differently. I love what you just said. It was real subtle. You said it, but it's so true. If you make a decision, then you'll see things differently. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, so true. Make a decision and you'll see things differently listen i so i whitewater kayak and not, not a great deal but i have a couple friends that do it and but they're in boats right and it's crazy class five stuff like some of the stuff you come up on it's the only thing in motocross that i actually like when i first started racing motocross when i was young it, dude i had there was a lot of fear like oh my god this is crazy triple jumps all this stuff going on the only mm-hmm. sport that i ever found that gives me that that Adrenaline, fear, excitement, anticipation—all that—is whitewater kayaking. And mm-hmm. because you're looking at these class, like if I come up on a triple, right? So a triple jumps this big, maybe 110-foot jump, and it's mm-hmm. a takeoff, a middle jump, and a third jump. And you gotta clear that thing, or you're gonna die, right? <laughs> you're right. gonna be really hurt. Well, the one thing about kayaking is you come up on these class five. So I'm sorry, let me back up. In motocross, you can ride around that triple all day. And not hit it because there's there's always a lane around it right or just don't hit it but in whitewater kayaking you come up to these class 5 rapids and you're in a river in the middle of fucking nowhere and mm-hmm. you have to hit this thing there's no getting out and trying to walk around this thing <laughs> or you know mm-hmm. you're gonna have to get, pull your boat out carry your boat it's just not happening so you you come up to these things and they're fucking scary and you're like, I gotta do this. I gotta go for it. This is class five. This thing's insane. Big boulders. You know what I mean? Um, oh yeah. It's crazy. And but yeah. So you know, and you just go for it. And it's just crazy once you get through it. And sometimes you swim. Like I've swam many times. You flip out, and it's one of the most crazy rides you'll ever have in your life through some crazy. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you get to the other side, and you're like, holy shit. But but I've learned something. And I've been down this river like four or five times and I can nail some of them right now because I just went for it, did it, said fuck it, you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I actually seen a guy who, uh, speaking of paddle boarding, I was there one time and it, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, dude, he come out. We were, So everyone on a river, will, whoever the crew you're with will get together and you take off, right? And this guy was on a stand-up paddle board and I was like he is going to do this on a stand-up paddleboard? What? <laughs> We're in fucking boats, dude. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is, I forget his name. I think it was Jim or something. This is Jim, dude. He does he does these rivers on a stand-up paddleboard. I'm like, what? Like, Class 5 Rapids standing up, you know what I mean? It was crazy to watch this guy. He, he ate shit and fell in the water a thousand times, but... I, it was maybe about three months later. We all met up again. I know he was coming. He ended up being there, and that guy cleaned that place on a stand-up paddleboard through Class Five rapids. I couldn't believe it. It blew my mind. I was like, dude. And I've never seen anyone before that or to this day ever on a river that ran Class Five, four, three, four, five rapids that was on a stand-up paddleboard. It blew me away. Great.
2: And we're not telling everybody to be uh, crazy motherfuckers. Just try something. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't have to be crazy. You don't have to take the the huge step, but it can be done. That guy proved it could be done, which means that your tiny goals can be accomplished, that they you can get where you need to go.
1: Correct. It could be as simple as just getting up and walking to the mailbox like you said earlier. It, it don't have to be crazy shit. Just, you know, you want to get in better shape if that's it. If you want to start a business. Yeah. If you want to uh, save money. You want to get a new relationship. Uh, maybe, like you said earlier, you're, uh, you know, you have this guy cheats on you, but you get wall- wallowed up and sucked into a, a person that don't give two fucks about you. Just take one little tiny step towards your new yeah. future. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's it.
2: You want to bitch about... Politics, ladies and gentlemen, get out there and register to vote. I don't want to hear your bullshit. (laughs) Vote. I need you to register to vote. And then you can join the conversation and be upset about whatever you want to be upset about. But until you take those steps that align with your goal, I don't want to hear you whining.
1: Yeah. You have no reason to whine. Nope. No, No doubt about it.
2: Well, I hope you have fun on the rest of your vacation
1: thank you i am going to um definitely the weather's supposed to get a little bit chillier which kind of sucks but whatever it is what it is and i'm definitely gonna you know what i'm gonna do better get on that fucking mountain bike Get on that fucking mountain bike there's no because <laughs> today's the first day i miss and i promise you when i wake up tomorrow i'm getting on that fucking mountain bike And i, I love it. it and i will be down that beach because i always love riding my mountain bike on the beach too you gotta you gotta do it right though right so the water comes in and makes that sand a little bit harder. So you just got to ride that part. The other yep. part where you're up higher, it's too, almost too sandy for people to know the beach. All right. I understand that. But
2: Well, I hope all these guys ask themselves today, is my action aligning with my goal? Yeah. Just ask yourself, is my action aligning with what I want?
1: That's it. Just ask yourself that question. And if it don't feel right, you'll feel it in your body. And if it don't feel right, then don't do it. Yep. change and do something else even if you don't know what that is just take some action that's different and i promise you, you'll see a new perspective and a new vision and you just like virginia had that uh out on the paddleboard and you'll it, it'll awaken it'll your ass and you'll be like okay and it'll give you a complete new direction now you know where to step to where to turn the map the map will start to be laid out so to speak do it hey so um real quick how, how do people get a hold of you virginia
2: uh they can find me at this com. that's my website i also have a facebook page for this coexistence and uh definitely the motivational mofos uh page as well
1: okay awesome yeah well dude you gotta send me a link to I'm i don't think i'm on this coexistence facebook page that ain't right
2: oh my god
1: what, what are, you are you doing how about you Okay, uh, so you can get a hold of me at Motivational Mofos. Go to that Facebook page. You can get a hold of me and Virginia both on that. You can get a hold of me at uh, another Facebook page called Scoob Leo Coaching. Hit me up there. Or you can also get a hold of me at Dirt Soldiers Motocross. If you just Google that, it'll bring up all my – that's my training uh, – motocross coaching business. But the Scoob Leo and the obviously Motivational Mofos, Scoob Leo is more my marketing end of it, so – whatever you're into, uh, hit one of them and hit me up. Say hi.
2: Perfect.
0: To give it, don't even leave the nest Unless you plan to fly And no matter what Never say die